The Home Podcast, episode three. Today, we're going to be talking about careers outside and inside of teaching that aren't necessarily what you would typically see as a career that you might take from a teaching degree. So today, we've got Jade and we've got Nadia. Jade, could I get you to introduce yourself and what you're going to talk a little bit about today with us? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, My name is Jade. I'm a fourth year Bachelor of Education primary and art student, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how I kind of come to my understanding that maybe teaching isn't for me just yet and what I'm going to do after I graduate this year. Awesome. And Nadia, could I get yourself to do a little introduction, um, talk about what you'll be speaking about to everyone today? Yeah, sure. So, hey, everybody. My name's Nadia. I'm also a fourth year student, but I do secondary education and arts and I'm here to talk about how teaching is not just a classroom profession but we can take it all over the world and beyond the classroom. Awesome, I reckon it's going to be a really good and interesting conversation and I'm really excited to see what you guys talk about because I know I haven't really um, thought much more about education careers rather than just being a classroom teacher so I reckon it'll be really handy for obviously the students that we have that might be not wanting to be a classroom teacher, but don't really know what path they might be able to go down. So um, first question, um, this is just a bit of a general run rather than really talking about um, what we're going to be talking about today, um, is how are you guys finding online studying? I'm really, I'm really curious to like hear your thoughts and how you found the semester um, because I know a lot of students um, have struggled, um, but I know a lot of students have also flourished um, in the online environment. So given you two are both um, students, I'm just really interested to um, see how you guys have gone with the semester so far. So I reckon we might start with uh, Nadia. Yeah, sure. So this semester has definitely been an interesting one. Um, I'm definitely a driven person. So I haven't found online learning to be too harsh, particularly here in fourth year where I'm only doing education units. So I've been quite lucky and quite fortunate, but I've have definitely missed the social side and seeing everybody I know on campus and spending time at Whole Foods and playing sports. So I've enjoyed being at home and enjoyed not having to commute and sleep a little bit more, but I've missed my friends. I've missed the university life. Yeah, so you found you've found the study side pretty easy, I'm getting from yeah, that. Like, the- yeah, it hasn't changed too much. Like all education subjects, or at least all the ones I've done, they've always required two assessments and it's still the same format and we don't have exams. So it hasn't changed too much at all. Yeah, that's really good. I found it I found it a bit off-putting, but I slowly, slowly got into the groove of um, mm, getting It's a different lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, awesome. So um, Jade, how have you found the semester so far? Yeah, no, I agree a lot with Nadia about the assessments and I kind of knew what sort of assessments would be coming up um I would say what probably caught me out was I didn't realize how much I really needed to reach out to my tutors I was so used to doing tutorials I could casually just after the class take be like hey got a quick question um but obviously it's so difficult during a zoom tutorial and the tutors have a lot of questions that are being asked to them all the time by email and I probably didn't reach out as much as I could have and been so explicit in asking for help so I think that's something I will try and get better at next semester when we're kind of doing this online on campus sort of experience yeah awesome and um leading leading on from that um this will be a question you will both um be able to um answer but it's a pretty um easy um one to start with so um we'll start with jade first um because you were already speaking and it's 
a bit easier. So, um, obviously, you're in your final year of um, studying. Can you tell us a little bit about the um, job that you applied for and the job that you've um, landed? Yeah, so I applied to work in the Victorian government next year in the Victorian grad program as part of the public um, sector. And pretty much how it works is you start in, you go through three different departments in rotations um, out of eight across the year. So it's quite a challenging year in the sense that it's pretty much three jobs in one year, um, but it's going to be really, really rewarding. So I'll start in the Department of Education and it kind of all goes from there. I don't know what my next departments will be. I'll find out throughout the year. Awesome. And is it kind of like a full circle thing where eventually you come back to the same department or is it kind of just like you don't know where you're going to go and you'll end up somewhere eventually? So, yeah, you're right. It's a full circle. So I start in January of 2021, I'll start in the Department of Education and then one year later I'll come back. So it will be really interesting to see kind of that, you know, the reflective process and the experience and the connections I'll have made. And I think what makes this program really interesting is that you don't just have to have a teaching degree. People from all different degrees um, are there. So even while I'm going for the Department of Education because I'm really passionate about education, I'll also be working with other people who might have done commerce or accounting. So it's very diverse. Yeah, that's really cool. And it sounds like it's going to be um, really a rewarding experience. And Nadia, you've landed a similar thing, haven't you? I have. um, Similar to Jade, uh, it's a program for graduates, but I'm not entirely sold on it, I must admit, (laughs) TJ. I'm actually not sure what I'm going to do next year because, like you said, education has so many possibilities. So I'm still deciding and luckily I do have a little bit of time. Yeah. So the offer's there, but you're still just working out what path you want to go down and what you might want to do once you get the chance to graduate? Yeah, definitely. I've always found that teaching is for me, but with the whole pandemic situation, I've actually missed out on my placement round in semester one. So I don't really know (laughs) anymore. Um, I haven't yet touched up on my class and my teaching experience for a while. So I'm looking forward to placement next semester so I can get back into the classroom to see what my future path will be. But I'm Definitely the kind of person that I do see myself working in a school in some way or another, maybe not like in a classroom full time, but I do love the school environment and I do love being with um, younger students and adolescents and helping them grow and learn. Yeah, awesome. That sounds really cool. And it's really good that you've you've clearly got your passion and what direction you want to go forward with your um, education career. You've just got to obviously find the right pathway so going off that um Nadia we might just continue so you said you were going to talk about um opportunities that may still be like in the classroom but may not be in Australia or may be international or other opportunities so could you talk a little bit about that and maybe explain some of the opportunities that are out there for students yeah definitely um there's quite a lot so it depends what you want to do in the end of the day so there is a possibility that you can work in the classroom part-time or you can work in a school but not in a classroom, or you can work externally for other education bodies. Like, for example, um, I'm quite drawn to the idea of one day working in textbook design and curriculum design and designing what students learn and the resources they use. And I know for sure that there's quite a few texts that need regular updating, so it's definitely work in the field. Um, There are also possibilities where uh, you can just work part-time like I said before but it depends you can either be a tutor or a teacher's aide or a support for the class so you don't have to be the main teacher and you're not looking after all the 25 to 30 kids in one time 
Um, I actually spent last year working as an English language assistant in Spain, which was really, really cool because I was just a support for the English teachers. So I had lower responsibilities, but I had an awesome time because it was only a part-time job and I loved the school and I made really good connections with all the kids. And it's also a good opportunity that can take you anywhere around the world. Um, the program that I was at was obviously in Spain, but France has a similar program as, as do Japan, China, UK, Ireland, anywhere around the world, really. Um, lots of people love to learn English and they look for a lot of help. Yeah, awesome. That sounds that sounds really, really um, rewarding. Do you think that's something that you would consider maybe as like a permanent career working overseas and potentially teaching English? Yeah, definitely. I'm... Like I'm training to be an English and a Spanish teacher. So I'm in all for the languages domain. I love languages and I love teaching people languages. Whether I become an English teacher to a country that does not speak English or whether I become an English teacher to a country that does speak English, it kind of just depends on the education system. I find that if I associate quite well with the way things are taught and the way schools run, then I would definitely work there. But if the education system is quite different, then not so much. So I think for me... I'm quite drawn to the idea of teaching in the UK um, down the track and we currently have some awesome opportunities in Australia here that we have a lot of companies that look and scout for teachers to take them to the UK because the UK are quite short on teachers so it's good for us um, and I would love to one day either work there and teach Spanish or work there and teach English. I'm not sure, just take my degree and travel the world I think. Yeah, so you obviously want to have a little bit of fun of it and just see. Yeah, where everything can take you, which is really cool, um, which is obviously a, something other students can um, look to doing. I know personally with my teaching, um, I want to try and go to like either Outback Queensland or the Northern Territory in the oh, first few years and that'd be amazing. jump around. Yeah, jump around a bit rather than being like just in one school the whole time. I want to try and jump around a bit and work in some of those regional communities and um, see how it goes. But um, yeah, that sounds really interesting. Is there any other opportunities for students that you wanted to talk about or anything else that you wanted to mention before we start chatting to Jade? Yeah, like within the school sphere and the education sphere here locally, if you don't feel comfortable or if you don't want to work full time or if you don't want to have your own classroom, you can also look into CRT work, which can be casual or you can be part-time, full-time. And that's where you can go into a lot of schools and replace the teachers that are calling sick or they need extra hand and that's a really good way to just experience a lot of schools and see where you fit and whether or not you want to work in the domain or not so that's also a possibility and there are a lot of agencies here that come to my nation scout for graduates that are keen to join the workforce but um, in a different way yeah definitely I know I um, work with an agency now um, as a casual teacher's aide um, who also do um CRT teachers so it's definitely a viable option and a really good option for graduate students who aren't too sure but still want to experience teaching in their first year out so yeah, yeah it's a really good it's a really good suggestion and a really viable option one that I just wanted to bring up um that I know that is still kind of in the school sphere but not quite um is working as like um a director of service in a um before and after school um, yeah, holiday program. I know a lot of people that graduate from teaching will do that because they're not they're not in the classroom constantly, but they're still getting to engage with the kids and they're still getting to design programs and they're still getting to design lessons and all that type of stuff. But they get the middle of their day to be able to 
do other stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's a really lucrative program if you yeah. don't want to be at school full day, like nine to five, because you can choose to work mornings or work afternoons or maybe work in the holidays. So if you are a working parent or you're looking after little ones, um, that could be a really good job to have and and it could balance your work home life, I reckon. Yeah, it's really good because like um I I've worked in before and after school care for um before and I know the director of service at the service that I was at, she'd work six to nine thirty, have basically from nine thirty to around three o'clock three o'clock off, and then she'd be back at the um service from three till six thirty. So she's got that whole middle of the ground um middle of the day to be able to do stuff. But she's still getting the opportunity to work with children, which is her passion, of course, which is really cool. But what we might do now is we'll move on to Jade. So we'll start talking to Jade a little bit about opportunities that she wanted to um, mention and speak about. So, Jade, go ahead. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So I kind of realised partway through my degree that I was a little bit uncertain about teaching. I've always been really passionate about education. And from a young age, I really wanted to be a teacher. But I found just during my placements, there was just this kind of feeling that I was missing something. And it wasn't really until I started working at Monash actually casually that I realized I really enjoyed working with adults and still being in an educational setting, but not so much in the classroom. And like I've had a lot of experience throughout my teaching degree, like obviously with placements. I've, I've had the opportunity to do some teaching in Japan, um, you know, done like holiday programs and things like that, a lot of mentoring with high school students. So I'd kind of gotten an experience with different age groups, but I hadn't really had a chance to work with adults. And it was when I started working with adults that I was like, no, I think this is more the age group I'm actually quite interested in. Yeah, that's really cool. And has that, did that kind of lead towards your applying for the graduate program in any way or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was definitely scared at one stage there because I had such a focus, you know, I had like, you know, when I was so focused and so determined, I was like, yeah, I'm going to become a teacher. And suddenly I was quite unsure and I was a little bit lost. So when the grad program came up, I thought this was a perfect opportunity. It aligned really well with my values and what I was interested in. You know, I want a challenge. I want to be helping the community. I'm really passionate about giving back to the community. And it all lined up really nicely. So I was really, really happy when the opportunity came up. Yeah, awesome. And for for students that want to maybe start looking at this opportunity ahead of time and get ahead of the ball and maybe see if it's something that might be for them. Um, How do they actually start to look at this opportunity and see what the program is about? Yeah, so there's a lot of information on the Victorian government website um, and there's lots of Monash alumni who have done the program. So, I mean, you can get an, you can find them on LinkedIn and things like that. You never know, you might actually know one of them. Um, but I think one of the main things is, is that it is a graduate recruitment cycle and graduate recruitment programs recruit quite differently to how teaching jobs come about. So it's quite a, it's quite a long process. You know, there might be you know, initial application, including a resume, then there'll be psychometric testing, which is kind of online testing to see how you might perform, similar to a CASPER test, I guess, if you've done that, um, but a bit more focused on numerical as well. Uh, and then you go to the next stage, which might be like a video interview, um, where it's just you to the computer and it's just recorded answers. Then you'll have like a group interview and like an assessment center. And then there's the final interview. So it's quite a big process. And I would really recommend if students were interested in that process, that they really get involved with the Career Connect um, 
resources around that because they have a lot around assessment centers and preparing for interviews that can really help you get through the process. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That sounds really cool. So it's, it is quite an extensive uh, process though by the sounds of it to try and get into one of those careers, but it sounds like it's going to be really rewarding if you can um, push through and get to that opportunity. So that's obviously some really valuable information for anyone that um, gets to tune into the podcast and may not know what path they want to go down or may not know if they want to be a classroom teacher or what they may want to do. So it's really good to have that information and for them to know that there's other options, obviously, and that once you get out of your education degree, you don't have to be a classroom teacher. There's so many amazing options that um, can come out of our degree. And I guess that's what such the most beautiful part of it is that there is so many options and there's so many ways that we can educate people and so many ways that we can make an impact from our degree, which is really nice to think about and probably re really reassuring for some students to hear about if they um, take the opportunity to listen to this podcast. So what we're going to do now is we're going to um, move a bit away from the uh, the, the official stuff. Um, we've obviously talked very quite intensively about that. Um, and we're going to do what I like to do with um, most of my guests, which is do a little bit of a quiz. So we'll start with Jade. Um, so <laughs> Jade, what we're going to start with, um, so we're going to um, look at what Marvel superhero you are, um, just based off um, the idea that obviously with everything that's going on right now, there is a lot of heroes in the world and there's a lot of superheroes in the world making sure that we're able to bounce back from everything. So I thought it would be appropriate to look at what Marvel superhero you and Nadia might be. So we'll start with you first, Jade. Okay, okay. So the first question is going to be, what are you not afraid of? Fire, spiders, lightning, or the dark? Or what are you least afraid of? I would say lightning. Lightning? Awesome. What is your favourite holiday? This is very American, by the way, so I apologise. <laughs> um, 4th of July, <laughs> Halloween, Valentine's Day, or Thanksgiving? Oh, so American. I'm going to have to go Valentine's Day. What is your favourite sport? Baseball? <laughs> Football? Um, soccer, American football, or basketball? Uh, I'm going to go soccer. Who is your favorite villain? Harley Quinn, Catwoman, Loki, or the Joker? Loki. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What is your favorite fast food restaurant? KFC, McDonald's, Taco Bell, or Hungry Jack's? Ooh, I would go KFC. It's the Wicked Wings. They get me. <laughs> the Wicked Wings? Yeah. That's fair. What is your favorite food? Burgers, hot dogs, pizza, or tacos? Um, I would say probably tacos. Tacos? Awesome. Um, what is your favorite soda? Fanta, Coke, Sprite, or Pepsi? Oh, I don't drink soda. Uh, Sprite, I guess. Sprite. There we have it. The Home Podcast, sponsored by Sprite. Um, what is your favorite candy? Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, Twix, Butterfingers, or Snickers? Uh, I'm actually allergic to peanuts, so I'll go Twix. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Reese's Pieces. I wish I could do it. They're so good. 
take one, just do it. <laughs> get, get the EpiPen ready and just chuck it in hope for the best. No. Um, what is your favorite movie genre? Horror, action, romance, or comedy? Comedy. Comedy? Awesome. I'm really confused. I don't know how this is going to lead to a hero, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> what do you want for a pet? A snake, a kitten, a hamster, or a puppy? I would love a kitten. And it has not shown me what the last question is. Oh, there is no – is there one more question? No, there's not one more question. So let's see what there is. Calculating results. You would be – I reckon you're going to be pretty chuffed with this one. Yeah. You would be the one and only Iron Man. Oh, knew it. Unsure how that leads <laughs> to Iron Man. But here we are. I'm not scared of lightning. I can just like zoom around in storms. I don't know. (laughs) True. But I would imagine Iron Man would be scared of lightning because if he gets struck by lightning, he's cooked. (laughs) That is very true. He's metal. He's just flying metal. Yeah. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll move on to Nadia now. uh, See if we get a similar result or see if we get uh, something different. Sure thing. All righty. So. <clears throat> Let's Before start. we do this, can I just tell you what I want to be or do we have to go through the whole thing again? <laughs> you can tell me what you want to be. What yeah. Do you mean? I mean, I feel like these quizzes, uh, you do the quiz and it, sometimes you don't get the right answer you want and you're very, very sad. So I want to make up my own mind and I want to be, well, here's the thing. I don't actually know if there's a Marvel superhero, but I'm going to try my best because I think I did see one of the Marvels film and he was in it. I want to be Spider-Man or Spider-Woman. <laughs> you want to be Spider-Man or Spider-Woman? Yes, definitely. All right. Um, we're still going to go through the quiz. We'll <laughs> Damn see, it. If get, <laughs> see if you get heartbreak or not. But we're going right. to go real rapid fire. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. What are you not afraid of? Fire, spiders, lightning, or the dark? I say spiders. <laughs> what is your favorite holiday? Fourth of July, Halloween, Valentine's Day, or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. What is your favorite sport? Baseball, football, American football, or basketball? Uh, basketball. Who is your favorite villain? Harley Quinn, Loki, Catwoman, or the Joker? The Joker. Nice. What is your favorite fast food restaurant? KFC, McDonald's, Taco Bell, or Burger King? I think I'm going to say McDonald's. Can't go past Macca's. Nice. What is your favorite food? Burgers, hot dogs, pizza, or tacos? Pizza. What is your favorite soda? Fanta, Coca-Cola, Sprite, or Pepsi? Uh, probably Sprite, I think. We are sponsored by Sprite. It's official. That is true, yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite candy? Reese's, peanut butter cups, Twix, Butterfingers, or Snickers? Um, I think Snickers is the only one I can associate that I like out of all those. That's right. What is your favorite movie genre? Horror, action, romance, or comedy? Romance. Oh, this is quite exhausting. Jeez, <laughs> what, what do you want for a pet? Snake, kitten, hamster, or puppy? Puppy. All right, here we go. That's my drum roll. Let's see what we get. Oh, you are joking. What am I? Spider-Man. Oh! <laughs> I think it's all very dependent on the first question and what you answer on that first question. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a bit of a Oh, bit of a I like it. Quiz, I'm a fan. I'm going to take it. You are Spider-Man. I, I think I would be Spider-Man. And cast my webs and fly on skyscrapers right. in New York, I think. 
Who do you think the best Spider-Man is? Go. Oh, as in the out of the actors or like myself? Yeah, out of the actors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't remember their names. Um, um, what's the current one? Tom Holland. He's he's good looking. Let's go him. <laughs> so you're basing it off looks. That's very shallow. Uh, also, he's quite young. So it kind of makes sense. It's set in like high school. Spider-Man, you know, when he gets bitten. So it kind of yeah. makes more sense to the storyline. Okay. I'm, I'm not buying it, but I'll give you a pass. Jade, who do you think the best Spider-Man is? Oh, I don't like Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Nadia. <laughs> no. Oh, boo. Boo. I don't have a favorite. <laughs> no, that's all right. All righty, guys. So I reckon we'll wrap it up there. So thank you for coming onto the home podcast and having a chat about options. Thank you, CJ. Yeah, um, thank you, CJ. Students may be able to take. Uh, one last thing I just wanted to do before we close off that I've been meaning to do for the podcast and I apologize um, for not doing it beforehand. Um, it's something that I'm going to be more conscious of for the podcast in the future. Um, so just before we uh, cap off, um, I would just like to say I would like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the land of the Boorong people of the Kulin Nation. And Myself and the guests that we have on the podcast would like to pay respects to their elders, both past, present, and emerging. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This was episode three. We hope you enjoy it, and we hope that you get a bit of benefit out from it. And we hope that in future episodes, you'll be keen to come back and have a listen. Thank you.